Welcome to the program. It is DW60's Press Row. However, you may be listening, Sorcerer Radio, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, or free on the Odyssey app. We're glad you're here to find out what is happening. Over at the Walt Disney World Resorts, it is Jeff and Nicole here with you. Hello. Happy Friday. And what, what a 24 hours we've had in the Disney news realm. We're here to talk about it, and I know that y'all are excited to hear about it, because we're excited to talk about it. And it, uh, it's been interesting. We love news, and there was plenty. Big thanks to all of our podcast listeners and supporters. Uh, we're so glad that you're joining us as well, as long as, uh, as well as our uh, Facebook audience right now, and, um. Listeners on Sorcerer Radio, oh, yeah. the podcast, and uh, our Patreon supporters, we thank you again so much for your support every single month. Oh, gosh, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't even know where to start. Let's start by painting a picture. Jeff is standing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He can't even, like, sit to talk about this one. No. I called it before we started. I said, oh, you're going to stand. He said, yeah. And I said, is this a cheese sauce soapbox episode? If you've been the longtime listener, uh, when they removed the cheese sauce from Pecos Bills, we used to call it Jeff's soapbox. <laughs> I hate to say I told you so, but I told you so. I think it's a sad I told you so. And well, it, it might be for you. It proves a point for me. I feel badly <clears throat> for the cast members. Well, okay, before you before, we even, get before you even get to that, let's scratch the comments on it right now. Tell them what, what we're talking about first. So the okay? Galactic Star Cruiser, we've been talking about, you know, the, the price point and they've reduced voyages and they were offering discounts to all these different groups of people and... Finally, Disney came out yesterday and said the Galactic Star Cruiser's final voyage will be this September. September the 28th of 2023. So they are officially, for the time being, we'll get into this, closing the doors, shutting it down, taking a pause, and closing closing the Star Cruiser. As we know it, I assume. Now, for the rest of the month of May, you cannot make 
any reservations to get on Galactic Star Cruiser right now. Correct. Until May the 26th. During that time, what Disney is going to be doing is they're going to be contacting individuals who had a reservation past September the 28th. We're talking October, November, Mm -hmm. December time frame. And that is giving those individuals time to make a decision. What are we going to do? Are we going to change the date to an earlier cruising for the Star Cruiser sometime between now and the end of September? Or option B, are we going to transfer that money to a regular Walt Disney World vacation? Mm -hmm. Or if there is an option C, a full refund? Yeah. You know, type thing. Right. That is what, you know, people are looking at right now. What makes me kind of wonder right now is people have now found out, okay, it's closing down. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, well, we've been saving money for the last nine months. Yeah, year and a half that it's been open. Yeah. Like, we're eventually going to go, but now we don't have a choice. Right. Is it me or do I have this feeling that there's going to be this huge surge in possible reservations to get on this current version right. of the Galactic Star Cruiser? To say, you know? I did it when. Yeah. I visited when. You know. Yeah. Even though they were trying to get Visa card hold members discounts, yeah. DVC discounts, annual pass holder discounts, trying to get people to get on the Star, Star Cruiser. And it wasn't working. I don't see, also, if you're thinking about booking, like we talked about, I don't see those discounts being available when bookings reopen. No, probably not. Mm-mm. No. Disney wants to get every last cent that they can. Right, at the time, yeah. To try and, and do something. But back to the fact that, yeah, I told you so. Right. We said this when the pricing first came out. It's too much. We were so incredibly excited for the Star Cruiser. Everybody was. So incredibly excited. And then as soon as the pricing dropped, it felt very deflating. We knew we're never going to be able to go on this. Or it's going to be years of saving. The thing is, here here is a. It's what I'm now calling the Galactic Star Tragedy, because this is a tragedy. Mm-hmm. Okay, Disney had a wonderful idea, correct, based off of one of the greatest stories ever told in Star Wars. The fan base for Star Wars is so unbelievably massive that Disney found a way to get people immersed into Star Wars to become part of the story. It's a great idea. I'd argue that there's no more dedicated fan Sure, yeah, absolutely. So you took that idea and you built it into something. But then what you did is you took that something that so many fans were looking forward to and you made only the top echelon percentage of people to be able to enjoy it. Yet while your bread and butter, which is the average vacationing family who loves to come to Walt Disney World, cannot afford it. Right. So those individuals, they're not big, you know, social media people that have a huge podcast and get a media invite. They're not somebody that has a trip pretty much 
put in their lap Mm -hmm. by somebody that they work with to be able to go and not pay a cent. Or they're not somebody that just has, oh, $6,000, no problem, here you go. Yeah. Those fans, they were not those, they were not the ones who were going to get there. And that those are the people that Disney needed in order to get on the Galactic Star Cruiser. Disney forgot about them. But they figured, well, it'll catch on. They'll, they'll get it. They'll come. They'll come. We build it. They will come. You built it. People came. People loved it. But not enough. But not enough. Right. And I think part of the problem is Disney did not market this well. When it came to getting the word out. Because a lot of mainstream media treated the Galactic Star Cruiser as a hotel. Right. And it's not a hotel. I always most most described it as a cruise. Yeah, it's it's to us it's a cruise. It's an experience. Should it have been a hotel? Yeah, it should have. A LARP. Yeah. If you will. So all these people kind of got turned off when all they talked about was mainstream media. That's a hotel. And then you I see I can say price. in any hotel. Yeah, and then you see the price. Yeah. You're like, why? This doesn't make any sense. Somebody asked on one of our posts yesterday, I never they said I never got clear information. Was the food included? Yeah. And yes, yeah. it was, but that just shows you even you know, Disney fans that are listening to our show, you know, fans enough to be listening to a Disney podcast mm-hmm. did not have, like the information was not communicated effectively to where they even understood what all was included. Oh, yeah. To, yeah. to really gauge the value. I agree. Yeah. And then Disney got through all of those initial people who could afford to go. And then the reservations started dropping off and they're not filling cruises. They're not able to get people in there. Okay, okay, okay. Let's do some discounts. Okay, well, then you're still talking DVC members, Visa cardhold members, all these people who can still spend the money, mm-hmm. but not your average family. It wasn't even open long enough for a lower middle class family to, to be able save to save. Yeah, 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 exactly. So now you've gone through, you're already having problems with booking for summer vacations in 2023 that you're throwing out discounts. Okay. Now you can't get people to get on your biggest draw, which you want to draw, which is the Star Cruiser. We need the Star Cruiser. You can't even get people with discounts to, to do booking. What was interesting to me was in the information that was released yesterday, Disney said that the Star Cruiser had the highest guest satisfaction ratings I believe that. at Walt Disney World. I believe that. Mm-hmm. I believe the experience that you get is probably phenomenal. I don't know. I've never been there. Right. I've only seen what they have on YouTube. That's it. And what people have talked about. So now you can't book anybody because nobody even wants to do the discounts because it's not enough. Right. So you had two options. We've talked about this before. You had two options. One, you shut it down. Mm-hmm. Two, you lower the price. Those were your options. What did you go with? Shutting it down. Shut it down. Because, well, if we lower our price, that's not going to work. We're not getting our money's worth. I think it cost too much to operate for the. Oh, yeah, that has to be it. Yeah, absolutely. Because if you think all of the cast members that are required to operate a hotel, 
And then on top of that, all of the entertainment cast members who are on contracts and everything to to do the production of it, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, let me read you what Disney's statement was today. Okay. They said, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser is one of our most creative projects ever. Agreed. And has been praised by our guests and recognized for setting a new bar for innovation and immersive entertainment. Agree. Okay, agree. This premium boutique experience gave us the opportunity to try new things on a smaller scale of 100 rooms. And as we prepare for its final voyage, we will take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans. And I've said that on here, that my concern with closing the Star Cruiser was I was worried that Disney's takeaway would be people aren't interested in this type of immersive experience. That's not it. And instead of, hey, maybe we didn't, maybe the way we executed this immersive experience didn't work and we should try it another way. So it sounds like they said, we'll take what we've learned to create future experiences that can reach more of our guests and fans. So hopefully it was the latter. Hopefully they see that people want this, but that that format and that price point and that just didn't work for the average show. One of the hardest things to do in business is to learn a lesson the hard way. Mm-hmm. And even though this, am I happy that the Star Cruiser is closing? No, no. I'm not happy at all. No. But this is letting Disney know you had a great idea, but you didn't market it correctly and you didn't financially make it possible for people to enjoy. We don't often see Disney you go. Know? this wasn't our best. Yeah. And I think that's what they're doing here. That is definitely what they're doing. Yeah. This didn't work out like we thought it was going to. And I think we will see another iteration of the Star Cruiser. Like they have to do something with that space. Well, okay. Let's talk about that for a second. Mm -hmm. So now we enter this period and end of September, they close the doors. Mm -hmm. Disney Imagineers, Disney executives get together and they go, okay, we can't just sit here and let this building rot away like we did the legendary years across from Pop Century. Okay, we can't do that. Free AOA. Yeah. We have to think of something. We have spent X amount of dollars. I can't even begin to imagine how much money they spent putting some of this technology together just alone. Yeah. And the patents for that and everything else. What can we do to make this place work for everyone? For everybody? Do we make it... like a dinner stage show that starts early in the day and you get to go to the bridge, you get to see the rooms, you get to do a couple of things and then you have dinner later on that night. Is it a stage show type of dinner? Do we... A la Branson, Missouri. Yes, type (laughs) thing. Yeah, if you want to call it that. Do we make this into a deluxe resort type of thing where you can afford to stay one or two nights. Now, what's interesting about that concept, if they were to use that, some of the spaces that are inside of the Star Cruiser really couldn't be used other than just to go in and check things out and push a couple of buttons here and there because they were interactive elements. Right. Like lightsaber training, for instance. What? 
You're going to have it open all day for people to be able to do lightsaber training for guests who are staying at the Star Wars Hotel, which is what it would be. Right, but I think if they make it into a hotel, which I don't think that that's... Well, we're just, we're just going through the idea. But I think here. that they would have to add, you know, they can use those spaces. It needs, it would need a quick service. It would need Ooh, that's a coffee low. shop. It would need, like, if you're going to make it a hotel, especially where it's cut off from everything else. I mean, there's no. I, I can't see them putting a quick service spot inside the Galactic Star Cruiser. I cannot see that. Right, but you can't get to another resort there's no skyliner there's no boat well that's where disney bus transportation is going to have to would have to come into play what's the closest resort to disney's car star cruiser right now for galactic star cruiser where, where's the closest resort would you uh, say somewhere outside of hollywood studios maybe okay. the boardwalk okay so it's possible disney says hey you know it's a it's a deluxe resort we have this to offer for dinner okay they have different options, not exactly the options they started off with, but we have different options. Yeah. If you would like to go somewhere else, we provide site-to-site transportation to the one you just mentioned mm-hmm. for you to be able to get quick service, this and this and X, Y, Z. Yeah, I think they'd have to have something at the resort, even just grab and go. Something. Yeah, it could be a grab and go. That's another option. Could be a DVC resort, which is distinct possibility. Mm-hmm. But it has to make money somehow. Disney has to be able to say, okay, we made the right changes mm-hmm. and we're making money. Is it going to pay for it? Not as quickly as we thought it would, but eventually it will. I think what's going to limit their options when it reopens, I think it will. I don't think it's Yeah, I think it it'll reopens. reopen. Yeah, I, yeah, think, I think so. Yeah. Is the limited number of rooms. There's only 100 guest rooms. And Oh, it'll be, you know, an exclusive thing to be able to stay there. And so exclusive, right? Yeah. So that's where I'm going. That's where my head goes is what does Disney do best is drum up FOMO, right? People are like, I have to go to this event. I have to get this lounge fly. I have to wear this spirit jersey because they feel like they're going to miss out. So I think... They can't obviously can't stay open, or they would have stayed open because it's not profitable. Right. But I think that they make them, they may reopen for limited time. You know, this weekend or these couple days is going to be a Star Cruiser voyage. These couple days, you know, is going to be exclusively like they do on Disney Cruise Line. This is a DVC sailing. This is and and make it make it exclusive and limited time options so that people you know you don't have six months for people to book and you can't fill six months worth of voyages but if you offer two or three you know every six months those are the only thing available and people will book them other question i will ask you is can disney reopen it at a reduced price with the same experience i don't think with the same experience or, or maybe like like I'm saying on a, a limited availability where there's less sailings, like maybe only two or three a month. But then at that point, how do you get cast members to come work for six days a month? But then you're still asking those same people to pay that same price, which they weren't willing to do in the first place. So what is exclusive sailings going to do well, I don't know if it's once or twice price. a month? You know? I don't know if it's the same price. It has, it's going to have to be yeah. at a, it's a, a, an affordable price. Yeah. Affordable. What's affordable? Hard to say. I think if Star Cruiser were to open as a standard deluxe resort, 
I think you're going to see, I don't know, six, $700 a night. Yeah. Here's the other thing that affected them, which is not even Disney's fault. Okay. Inflation. Right. Everything's more expensive. Everything is more expensive. Not something that Disney can control. Mm-mm. Not something that the average vacationer can control. It just opened at the wrong time. If it costs me more money to get there in the experience I'm paying for is only two nights. Yeah. And it costs me the same to go stay over at Grandestino Tower for seven nights. Or a Disney cruise. Yeah. I'm, you know, if I have to pay that amount to get there, I'm not just going to go for two days. I'm going to go for five to seven days. So there's one part where I don't hold Disney responsible in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's just a it's not of their circumstance. Yeah. Inflation, which could possibly turn into a recession. Right. We all know about that. You were talking about this is not just affecting the Disney company. This is not just affecting Disney vacationers who wanted to go. This is affecting cast members. Right. And from what we've seen, the cast members... We found out at the same time as everyone else. Is that not is just really just so unfortunate? And I gosh, why? Because they they it'll get leaked. Yeah, somebody's always going to run their mouth, right? But like, yeah. I understand that they want that information to come from Disney, but you you cannot. It's it's it is disrespectful. Like at the root of it to open your Instagram and find out that your job is closing. That is not right. This was the dream of a lot of cast members to be able to do this. Right. They specifically, you know, applied for these jobs and and worked their butts off on a daily basis to be able to do it. Mm -hmm. Sometimes not even getting days off at all. Right. Because they love it because they wanted to be part of something special, especially because it was Star Wars. Now, thankfully, you know, some of those cast members are part of the college program and can be put in other spots. Other cast members were not part of the program. They've now got to find a place to put them yeah, in another they, position. They will relocate everyone. They will, but, but it's just... When you, you it's, were it's hired just to work not the good. Star Cruiser, yeah. nothing is going to compare to the Star Cruiser. And immediately you start thinking about, you know... You know, I was that cast member that they came to over at Space Mountain. You know, management came over and said, we just want to let you know that you've been selected to work at Star Wars mm-hmm. Galactic Star Cruiser on the Halcyon. And they took a picture of them with their new little, mm-hmm. you know, name tag and everything. Now those dreams are just shattered. They're just done. Why? Because... Through no fault of their own. No, it's, it's not the, the cast part. member's fault. Yeah. I hate the fact that their dreams are shattered. It's, it's it sucks. <laughs> and the, the guests that had future voyages booked. Well, they're being give, given an opportunity and, if they can change them. If. And I believe it's at a uh, significantly reduced rate. <sighs> I want to. But, I mean, you still, like, you still have to pay for it, right? So yeah, you still got to pay for it. If you were going yeah. to go in December, so seven months from now. And now you have to go however many months sooner. That's that many months sooner that you have to be able to pay for it. I want to read these comments from our DW60 Press Row Facebook page from our post. It's what people had to say. Uh, they just need to turn it into a DVC resort and get rid of the characters and just enjoy the environment. Okay. Sad news. We were saving up for a triple. There you go. Right there. Mm-hmm. Somebody else who was wanting to go but had to save ran out of time. 
literally just listened to the episode where you guys called this. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Uh, another person said, can't wait to hear the discussion on the show. Uh, I guess I'm not the only one proud of my budget. What does that mean? Interesting. Another person. Oh, my God. Jeff called it. I kind of <laughs> did. I kind of did. Uh, not surprising. Uh, Jeff, I believe you called it called it about a year ago. Uh, Disney priced themselves out of business. You could say that. Another person, we wanted to do this so bad, but the price tag with it was just too much. Sad they couldn't just make it more affordable. Mm-hmm. They're going to be losing money either way. Right. It's come to that. It's come to that point. So why not make it more affordable? Another person, what a waste of an opportunity. They'd rather close it than cut prices. If you're not rich, you're not getting on. That's what it was. with anything. Wow. Like, if you can't afford it, you can't go. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. Over on Instagram, uh, one of the comments said, I'm both shocked and not shocked at all. <laughs> I feel like they'll definitely reimagine it into something more affordable in the future. It's a very cool idea. It's just too exclusive in the current economy. Another comment said, it sounded cool, but the price tag was shocking. And not having real windows was weird. I get the immersion needed... And the windows needed to show space, but it was still very weird. Um, another comment said, man, I really wanted that experience. And I agree. I wanted the experience, too. I, I don't get the whole window thing. I, and I guess that's just because I work in a building with no windows yes. on a daily basis. And I, I mean, have we have no windows, windows at all. Yeah. So not having windows doesn't bother me. So I guess I don't get that. And this other comment said, now that the shock has worn off, I thought Disney would have tried to make it more affordable and thereby more available to more fans. But maybe it wasn't an option for how much it costs per cruise. I am ready to hear your show. <laughs> it's pretty much right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, ultimately, Disney has options here to figure out what to do with this. We don't know what they're going to do. We don't have any insider information. Nobody has told us anything. No. We have no clue. We're only speculating. We're all right there with you. Just like the rest of you. Yeah. As to what Disney is going to do. Because as I said at the beginning of this, Disney cannot afford to let this building just sit mm-hmm. and not have anything going on. We That's talked, the way it is. We talked about the reduced number of rooms there only being 100 rooms. Um, I saw a comment on Facebook earlier today or last night. I can't remember. That the villas at Grand Californian, that's a, a part of a DVC resort. Um, they only have 71 rooms that are DVC rooms there. Well, there so, you go. Yeah. It's possible. They've done it before. It could can, happen. It could happen. You know, I tell you the, the point chart would be outrageous, but if you have the points. I'm interested to know what your take is on all this as far as our listeners go. Uh, let us know your, your your opinion. What do you think Disney is going to do with the Galactic Star Cruiser? Is it just going to sit there? Is it going to be a DVC resort? Is it going to be a, a dinner show? A lot of possibilities. Send us an email. Send your email to dw60ssrsounds.com. I would love to go to dinner. Oh, dinner would be great. I want to see dinner Wani. and a show. Is it Wani? O-U-A-N-I, the, the green singer? Or the... I don't remember what the, her name is. She's not the singer. She's like the musician. Look, I just want to go on the bridge, and I just want to push some buttons, you know? Can you imagine if they made the bridge, like, because uh, it has a big window, right, big screen? You did, like, a, um, what's the sh- the bar on the Wish? The bar on the Wish. The Star Wars bar. 
Oh, oh yeah. Okay. They know yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. But like that, but like on the bridge. But better. Yeah. And bigger. <laughs> and bigger. bigger. Much bigger. Like they need to do on the new ship. Uh, I, I've got a great b- birthday coming up in 2025. Yes. So Disney, if you could make this a, just a regular hotel. Ooh. Cool. Right. Can I get a heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah for right. birthdays. <laughs> More news coming up after the break. CW60 on Sorcerer Radio, srsounds.com. Jeff Nicole back with you. Hello. DVC-rental.com. Love them. If you want to stay at a DVC resort, contact Scott. Tell Scott. How many times have you probably looked on his website looking for a place to stay and there's been great deals just consistently all the time? Oh, I get an email at least once a week. And right? I'm always looking. Yeah. I look at it every time it comes in my inbox. Like how many, think about how many emails you get in your inbox, shopping, spam, whatever. Yeah. I open that email every single time. <laughs> Don't be one of those people, you know, who go, oh, it's a DVC resort. We can't stay there. We can't afford to stay there. You'd be surprised how many times you probably could stay off somebody else's DVC points. Right. Because they can't use them. Right. And that's what Scott and DVC-Rental.com are there for. It's a win-win. It's a win-win. You should check them out. Stay at a DVC resort. Can you get club-level access? Mm, depends on the room. Oh, see? And club-level access means free drinks, <laughs> snacks, and food, and you know just all this other stuff. It's a win-win scenario. It is. Check it out. DVC-Rental.com. Talk to Scott. Get yourself a vacation today. We appreciate them being a big sponsor here on Sorcerer Radio at srsounds.com. More news to get to. We're done talking about Galactic Star Cruiser for now. Until they decide what it is that they're going to do. And we're not going to hear anything about it until well after October 1st of this year. Yeah. When it turns to Spirit Halloween. (laughs) With... uh, $1,000, $1,500 $1,500 masks. Our friend available. Adriana called it Mickey's Not So Scary Spirit Halloween. <laughs> right. And immediately those pictures started coming out. I posted one. Yeah. I was like, That's, I could see that happening. You know, I bet Spirit you can, Halloween's like, <laughs> you can get a really cool uh, Palpatine costume yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. You had another good story I to get did. to. So, what's this one? Some other information came out yesterday pre Galactic Star Cruiser Meltdown that. <laughs> I feel like the internet melted down. It for the Disney community, it yes. literally did. Yeah, it was just like <laughs> ah! um, right. A couple of years ago, Disney announced that they'd be moving a majority of their campus, most notably, specifically Imagineering, from California to Lake Nona, which is a an area outside of Orlando. Um, mostly known for um, hospitals and and medical facilities. Lots of medical staff live there. Lots of of medical offices. Disney was going to build a new campus. And they pretty much told everyone, you have to move to Florida. And so a lot of people either packed up their families, their children, sold their homes, everything, 
move to Florida or a lot, a significant number of Disney Imagineers left the company. That's true. Yeah. And that was about two years ago. And yesterday, Disney came out and said, "Mm, we're not going to move forward with this anymore. And we're like, what? Wasn't part of the reason that they wanted to move from California to Florida because they'd be paying less in taxes. I don't know that they explicitly I said that. heard that. But I'm sure that's the case. You know, because it's obviously you pay less taxes in the state of Florida than you would in California. Right. That's that, that that's a given. Yes. Okay, that's fine. So then what happened? And then it was like a, a, I don't even know, it's just like a battle of the words. You know, the battle of the words. Josh Tomorrow had something to say. Then the mayor of Orange County had something to say. Then, of course, um, Ron DeSantis's office had something to say. Kona had something to say. Our dog. Yeah. <laughs> she was in it, too. And then um, like I have a voice. More executives at Disney. <laughs> it was just like a bunch of statements coming out. And it was really interesting. So first um, announcement came from Josh Tomorrow. He said, I wanted to let you know that we've begun communication regarding our updated plans for the Lake Nona campus. As many of you know, the company had decided to build a new Disney campus in Lake Nona, and many cast members, Imagineers, and employees were asked to commit to making a move to Florida. While some were excited about the campus, I know that the decision and the circumstances surrounding it have been difficult for others. Given the considerable changes that have occurred since the announcement of this project, including new leadership, in changing business conditions, we have decided not to move forward with the construction of the campus. He goes on to say it wasn't an easy decision. We'll no longer be asking our employees to relocate. And if you've already moved, we'll talk to you individually about your situation, including the possibility (laughs) of moving you back. He said, it's clear that the power of the brand comes from the incredible people and we're committed to handling the change with care and compassion. This is the interesting part. We have plans to invest $17 billion and create 13,000 jobs over the next 10 years. And I hope that we are able to do so. You hope? That's not good. Right. Does that, what, what, I mean, what does that mean, Josh? That's a very cryptic response. You hope that the company's financial future allows you to do that. You hope that the political climate in Florida allows you to do that oh like, gosh what what is going on i'm sure honestly i'm sure it's a combination it right? has to be yeah um you hope that the leadership that takes over next allows you to do that like i'm sure it all factors <laughs> in <laughs> takes over next whoever takes over <laughs> whoever the anyway <laughs> <laughs> so then there was a uh, come a statement made from the Orange County Mayor Jerry Demings. He said, it's unfortunate that Disney will not be moving forward with construction of the Lake Nona campus. However, these are the consequences when there isn't an inclusive and collaborative work environment between the state of Florida and the business community. We will continue to work closely with our valued partners at Disney. I have spoken. So... It's. I don't know if he. I mean, I'm sure he has had discussions with Josh and Bob and all of the yeah, powers. Yeah, I would be. think so. Yeah, yeah. But I think Josh was very diplomatic about it and said there's many factors, and I'm sure that obviously the relationship with the state plays into this. But I, I 
feel confident in saying that that wasn't the deciding factor. I'm sure a lot of, uh, you know, we, we we talked about we had to put or we were looking at putting a fence up. The, just the cost of putting a fence up is astronomical. The cost of materials, the cost of building materials sure, yeah, and, yeah. and labor yeah. and moving everybody and moving all the equipment. And there's a, a huge cost that goes into this. And if certain areas that were funding this project aren't as profitable at the time, you know, maybe now's not the time to do that. So after Jerry Demings, then the governor's office, not the governor himself, but this is just his press office made a statement. They said that Disney announced the possibility of a Lake Nona campus nearly two years ago and nothing came of the project. The state was unsure whether it would come to fruition. Given the company's financial straits, falling market cap and declining stock price, <laughs> it is unsurprising that they would restructure their business operations and cancel unsuccessful ventures. This is like a, this, I don't know, this is like a, a it's a twilight zone. That's what this is. It's like he said, she said, gossip, drama, like a bar fight. Oh, like, no, this is more like high school. Yes, that's a, it's like high school. It's drama. like high school. This is crazy. This is how dumb it is. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, they said, and now I'm going to say, and like, that's a thing. And everyone it. had to like make sure that they got their part in. Right. I was like, it's wild. Okay. Like, I kept like sending you throughout the day. I'm like, did you see this? Now look at this. Now look at this. Yeah, it's 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 like they're talking to each other from across across the cafeteria. The one little gang is over there in uh-huh. one corner, and the other gang of the tables, you know, are in the other corner. They're just yelling back and forth. Meet me in the bathroom. Meet and, me all, and, and guess what? All of us are in the middle of the cafeteria, having to listen to all this yeah. going on. You know, it's here's the thing, okay. And I know some of you are going, oh, God, here we go. Well, here's the thing. Lots of people have, for their entire lives, have wanted to go to the state of Florida and live. Mm-hmm. Be close to Disney, be close to the beach, all these great things. And right now, record number of families are moving out of the state of Florida. Why? Because people are tired of it. They've had enough. Right. And Disney does not want to subject their employees to the type of environment that has been created in the state of Florida. And then it falls into the inflation problems, the cost of materials, being able to build things, and then families being able to move in the first place. That costs even more money now. This is what this whole situation has turned into. And this is what it's affecting. So the last statement of the day. You're not going to read that really long one. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Okay. (laughs) Came from the president of the Walt Disney World Resort. Okay. He says, today you may have heard that Disney is no longer moving forward. This was um, a letter to community leaders. Um, He said, today you may have heard the news that Disney is no longer moving forward on the construction of a new campus in the thriving and growing community of Lake Nona in Orlando. Since we first announced the project, several dynamics have changed, including a change in company leadership and evolving economic and business conditions. So again, not pinpointing one thing, noting that there have been multiple changes in multiple facets of the company um, that are affecting this decision. Bob Iger's way of cutting costs. Yes. That's what that is. And the, the Star Cruiser. Makes sense. The yes, Star that's Cruiser another too. part of it right there. Yeah. yeah. 
He said, regarding our world-class destination, our desire is to continue investing in our core business in an effort to attract and welcome millions of visitors to Walt Disney World and Central Florida each year so that they can continue the kind of hospitality our region is known for around the world. Our plans currently call for us to invest $17 billion in Walt Disney World over the next 10 years and create 13,000 new jobs to continue doing our part as the leading employer in the hospitality and themed entertainment industry. And we hope that those plans will become a future reality. Again, we hope. We hope it works. Just not right now. I'm not going to read the rest of the whole thing, but I want to read the next paragraph. He said, for decades, we have operated our business responsibly and being the region's largest taxpayer, we paid and collected over $1.1 billion in state and local taxes during the last year alone, which is something that we read last week from Bob Iger. Right. He said, as the largest single-site employer in Central Florida, we are deeply rooted in the community and we continue to make investments for the betterment of the region, such as our contribution of 80 acres of land to create affordable and attainable housing for our community, which we announced last year. So he highlights, we're doing our part. Even though we're, you know, this didn't work out, we're, we're working on it. And we it, hope to do more. It is, it is like high school. It's like the jocks and the cheerleaders against the grunge skateboarders yeah. type. You know, you know, you've all seen it in school. You know right. how kids. Different clicks. Yeah, just yeah. clicks. And that's, that's what this has turned into. And I, and it just, it's, that's, it, that's embarrassing. You know, one group loves the Backstreet Boys. The other loves Pearl Jam <laughs> type of situation. Why and can't it be both? Yeah, why can't it be both? Yeah, why can't we all have one one thing that we just love? That's what we brought up. Yeah. Now that's what I call music out for. Yes. <laughs> I. Where does this stop? Where does it stop at? Supreme Court. I. I that's that's it's the sad. Princi- that's the principal's office. It's the principal's. <laughs> That's where we're going. I want both of you to sit down right now. Right. Both of you into my sit office. Sit down. They don't have parents. You know, they're like... Please, can I please have the, the state of Florida to the to the principal's office? <laughs> Your mother's here to see you. Oh, my gosh. That's so, what it's turned into. It does. It feels like high school. And I think I, you mentioned to me in the car, not part of the show, not our show notes, not something that we attended to to speak about on air but there were polls that disney that jeff looked at from yahoo finance let's see it came from yahoo news and you gov yeah those were the two here were the here was the poll that was put out and the the question specifically do you think disney's actions were appropriate or inappropriate when it came to the law that you know florida signed and everything else and put into effect now for u.s adults we're not getting to into parties here i'm not doing democrats or republicans and republicans and independents this is just as a whole yeah okay? this is u.s adults u.s adults 39 percent said it was appropriate 19 percent not sure 42 percent inappropriate and that is what they thought of disney's actions then they went on to ask do you think DeSantis and his actions were appropriate or inappropriate? Same thing. Same category. U.S. adults, 38% said it was inappropriate. 22% said not sure. And 40% not 
said inappropriate. Yeah, 38% appropriate, 40%. Right. Sorry, so, did I mix that up? Yeah. I think I did. Um, but basically, even it's it's balanced, yeah. as we thought it would be. It is right. very balanced. On and, and this was about, how many people did they say? A little over 1,500 people mm-hmm. were polled in this. So it's split down the middle. Yeah. There's a little bit of wrongdoing here on both sides. Right. In, in various different ways. Yeah. A little bit of wrongdoing. But it's turned into what we've been saying for the past couple of minutes. A high school fight. It doesn't feel... It's starting to feel like drama rather than like a, a, a Supreme Court case or a state court case. Well, I mean, they've got everybody on pins and needles going... What's going to happen this week? Yeah. What are they going to say? What's What's the governor going to say this week? What's the Disney company going to say this week? What's Iger going to say on some talk show? What's DeSantis going to say at his next rally? They, you know, uh, I, I just <laughs> there's a it's dumb. It's stupid. Central Florida Tourism Oversight Board meeting coming up, and they said that they're they don't intend to create any new rules or policies or anything at this meeting. Oh, okay. I was like, well, then what are you going to do? Well, you're just going to sit there and twiddle your thumbs? Or are you going to sit there and, and complain, oh, Disney is targeting me? And yeah. Disney actually asked um, oh, for the boards. Geez. Disney asked for the board's lawsuit to be thrown out this last week because there was legislation that was signed by the governor that did what their lawsuit was asking to do. So they were like, well, now the lawsuit needs to be thrown out because... You achieved your goal. So we'll see what happens with there. But this this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> One other thing I want to mention over at Epcot. I had other things I want to talk about, but we're running out of time. Uh World Showcase Lagoon. Bless it. For the longest time has looked horrendous. Why? Because of the Stargate and the Disney Tacos. The tacos. Okay. Those harmonious barges just ruined the sight lines. People didn't love their pictures and people hated it and everything else. Good news. It's finally looking like its former self because the barges from harmonious have been removed. Woo! I don't know. It's give about it, time. Give it a heck yeah. You want a heck yeah? Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. Thank <laughs> you. Finally. You're going to get those familiar sights back. There are a few ex, you know, leftover pieces they still have to remove, but, but nothing not, is obstructing right, your view. Not like you know, building sized, like horrible looking things that were supposed to blend in with the world showcase. Yeah, there was supposed to be a fountain. Yeah, literally never happened. Never happened. We still don't know what new shows coming to have, but we're shutting things down over at the Star Cruiser. We'll probably find out. I'm going to say July, and I think it's going to start October 1st. You know, the promotions department has got to be very confused right now, because all the time I'm seeing, you know, the the posts on Instagram and Facebook and and Twitter, you know, get on the Halcyon for this, you know, immersive adventure and blah, 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 blah. And they had all this stuff, you know, for the 50th anniversary and Harmonious, and now they've had to take that all down. Now they got to take down all this stuff for Star Cruiser and they got to put something back up again for the upcoming shows. Oh, I feel so bad for them. I'm probably very confused. I don't know what to do. We do have an email to get to. Such is life. 
Email comes from Dan Sullivan. He's hey, up Dan. there in Boston, Massachusetts. Yeah, my mother cannot say the word Massachusetts. I do know. You know what she says? Mass- Ma- Massachusetts. Yeah. For the longest time, she could not say. She could say it now. She also says tortilla. Tortilla. She can't say tortilla. Tortilla or tortilla? Tortillas. Like that. Yeah. Tortilla. Tortilla. Yeah. <laughs> something like that. Uh, email from Dan says, hi, Jeff and Nicole. Hello. Hi. Just a quick note. <laughs> this is good. Will the Galactic Star Cruiser become Disney's newest value resort? Question mark. I think it could be similar to Art of Animation. The bigger rooms can be family suites and the other rooms can be regular rooms. The restaurant can be switched over to quick service and they can keep the Star Wars theme. Your friend Dan Sullivan. Dan. Dan. Dan the man. Do I wish that would happen? Great idea. Yes. Is it going to happen? I think it costs too much money. I think it costs too much money to operate. It will never be a value resort. I think what makes value resorts profitable is the sheer number of rooms. The sheer number? The sheer number of rooms. Actually, I think the largest resort. It's 100 rooms, right? At Galactic Star Cruiser, but at a value resort. Like, there's just a massive number of rooms. Right. Um... Yeah, there's 100 rooms at the Star Cruiser. I actually think the largest resort at Walt Disney World is moderate, but um, like number of rooms wise. I think it's like you said. They turn the Star Cruiser into a resort. It has to be. It's got to be a deluxe. For a frame of reference, I believe Port Orleans Riverside has about 1,800 rooms. Okay, but still. For what you're getting, even if you only get to go to the bridge of the Halcyon and just play with the buttons, yeah, and then you have a and and let's be honest, it is a signature restaurant that they have there on the Star Cruiser, right? With entertainment, yeah, exactly, yeah. And then if you have portions of other parts of the resorts where you're having interactions with characters whether they just come out for meet and greets and do pictures. We're not talking immersion here. We're not talking what, what they're doing. They've been doing with Star Cruiser. Right. Just character meet and greets inside of the restaurant. It's got to be deluxe. It's a dinner show. Think along the lines of hoop-de-doo. Medieval times. Um, I'm thinking <laughs> Disney. The luau. No, I mean, seriously. Think of, me, think right. of medieval times. A, a dinner you show. Know? It's not, yeah. not going to be a character meal. It's it's a dinner show. It's a dinner show, yeah. If you've never been to medieval times before, I, I've never been. You should. You really should go. It's the food is phenomenal. The entertainment is great. Swords and horses. <laughs> I drive by the one in Monroe every time we go to Arkansas. And you know you've got your your steins of your favorite you know beer or drink or coke or whatever. Oh, what are, you know, good stuff. And it's just, it's a really good time. Frog. That's the word I was thinking of. Think of a Star Wars medieval times type of atmosphere. There we go. Dinner with a show. Yeah. Take that final battle scene in Galactic Star Cruiser. Do they take that restaurant and make it available for reservations? That'd be awesome. I'd book it in a heartbeat. I would book it. Mm-hmm. Do you allow guests just to come visit? Just to say, just to say I've seen it. Yeah, I think they're going to have to. You would have to. It can't just be resort guests. You kind of like, would it be too busy though? Would it be too crowded? Might be. Maybe. Not a big space. 
limited space on this thing. But it doesn't have to be every day. No, I don't know. It doesn't have to be every day. But think how much more money they'd make if they people were paying for every meal they were coming in. True. But Dan, I, I hate to tell you, bud, um, it's it's never going to be your value resort. Does Walt Disney World need more value resorts? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. But that is not the one that it's going to be, unfortunately. Can that restaurant be switched over to quick service? I think it would be a bad idea. I um, uh, During the day... Financially, it'd be a bad idea. During the day, like breakfast and lunch, I think we're, we're a buffet style, like on the Star Cruiser. Oh, well, okay. Maybe. It, it was. So... I mean, they have the capabilities. What if I just want to go and learn how to play sabak? Yeah. They, they they built this entire room dedicated to that, basically. Yeah. Where you can go in and have a drink and learn to play sabak. Like Ogus Cantina, but more expensive. Right. That's what, That's what it would be. with, like, the bridge you know? or something. Yeah. Well, the bridge is just going to have to be a place where kids can just go and have fun. Well, we talked about, I just, we mentioned earlier, turning it into, like, the bar on the wish. And you, know, you can make reservations like you do at Oga's. If, if you turn it into a space where people just come in and out of, you'd be going to hyperspace like every 15 seconds because some kid would come by and push a button and, push a button, and the whole thing would go on hyperspace and then stop. And then 10 seconds later, it would happen again. So I don't have you to know? be like, like the bar where it just happens. Yeah. The potential for all of this with, with the Star Cruiser is there. Mm-hmm. Disney just really needs to. They've got to be smart about this. They've really got to be smart about this. I, of all people, I think feel bad most for the Imagineers that like really poured, you know, hours and days and weeks and months and years into this for it to only be there for a year and a half. But such, such is life in the theme park. Sometimes strike gold. Sometimes... It's the NBA experience. It's like, oh, geez. See, you had to compare it to that. That's a very, that's a really good example. Though. Somebody asked today which was open longer. I'm honestly not sure. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. But which one cost more? We, we have the pandemic to thank yeah. for the failure of the NBA experience. Right. We have that. We have Disney to thank for the failure of the Star Cruiser. There's a big difference. NBA experience was not worth losing Disney Quest. Oh, I agree there. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. Right. <sighs> what a week. What a week of news. We love it. We love it. We absolutely love it. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. Sorcerer Radio. SRSounds.com. That brings us to the end of our show. Thank you so much for stopping by and checking out DW60 this week. Whether you're listening on Sorcerer Radio or you're listening to the podcast version or you're one of our Facebook Live viewers watching Nicole talk during the whole thing, uh, thank you so very, very much for stopping by. Quick notes, there will be no show next week. I will be out of town. The following week which would be the first show of the month of June. We are going to talk about the future of DW60 on Sorcerer Radio. Changes are coming. So that will come first show of the month of June. Good changes. Good changes. We're excited about it. We are. We are truly. We've been thinking about this for a while, and uh, we, we feel it's the right move. But 
uh, those are coming on the next show. If they need to get in contact with us real quick, how can they do it? You can find us on Facebook at the DW60 Press for our Facebook page. We're always chatting about news as it happens in the Sorcerer Radio Disney Fun Zone Facebook group or over in the Sorcerer Radio Discord. We have a Disney or uh, our DW60 like room on the Discord. Um, we also chat there live while the show airs on Sorcerer Radio every Friday morning. You can come chat with everyone else that's listening. It's a really fun time to get everyone's reactions in real time to the show. Um, you can find us on Instagram at DW60 Press Row. That's going to be an awesome place to find me next week. I will be in Disneyland. Boo! <laughs> I'm stuck at home. Boo! I'm really excited to be back in Disneyland. <laughs> um, I'll be there for four days and I just cannot wait to spend more time in the park. So if you're interested in that and seeing more about those West Coast parks, that's where you'll want to find me. And probably even more than the DW60 page, I'll be posting on my personal travel agent Instagram, which is at theme park travel agent. That is where you can find the majority of my Disneyland content this next week. So um, if you want to send us an email, dw60 at srsounds.com, or you can text us and leave us a voicemail at 408-909-DW60. Replay of the show will happen 7 p.m. Eastern time tonight in case you missed any of it. Don't forget about the podcast available on all the big platforms. Until next time, this is Sorcerer Radio, all Disney music all day long, srsounds.com. We hope you have a magical day.